0: Welcome to touch by prayer. I am so excited. I have Jared Lasky back. And if you guys don't know who he is, well, we put together a little video just to tell you a little bit about him. So let's just sit back and watch as we get ready to welcome Jared Lasky to touch by prayer. Welcome, Jared Lasky, to Touch by Prayer. Hey, Jared, how are you?
1: Wow, that was amazing. I was like so, that. Oh my come gosh. On. Wow. That goes back some years. Oh, wow. How far we have come for the glory I of Jesus. Know,
0: I Thank know. you so much
1: for making that.
0: Isn't that fun? We we have so much fun. Ryan and I are just like, okay, what do you got? Well, what do you got? Well, what do you got? <laughs>
1: Yeah, love well, it. Thank you so very much. And thank was... you
0: so much for Rebecca. Rebecca was pulling all the clips together. So, yeah. you know, it is a team effort. So, but we're so happy to have you back on.
1: Well, thank you. It's an honor. It's a pleasure. As always, we've rocked out some crown chats recently. Yeah, now it's touched on. by prayer.
0: Come on. Well, I said, you know, you have your book. And so we want to talk a little bit about your book because that's like the newest thing, which is ta-da, baptism with the Holy spirit. So that's like a, and that's something that's so near and dear to my heart, especially because it was after I got filled with the Holy spirit that my life changed. And I really do believe that people who, um, people who actually get baptized, I think it just kind of, it ups their, their game. Like you really can hear so much clearer you you start to have visions you start to really feel the presence of god your discernment kicks in it's like it's like all the good things just kind of happen once you you get baptized in the holy spirit
1: that's right it's it's a doorway into the more of god come
0: on that's a good word right there
1: for me i i entered into more visions dreams dream interpretations but really it's just all about jesus hmm you know when i was i received the baptism of the holy spirit when i was 18 years old i had no clue what it was i just knew i needed more of god and he filled me powerfully with the holy spirit i've never been the same since but it opened up doors into more of god now life is brutal life yeah. has its ups and downs and roller coaster rides and everything but without the holy spirit i would not be here today yeah and i'm seeing him move in power around the world and through programs like yours
0: Well, thank you. I mean, it's been, you know, what's really interesting about like once, once you really can start to hear from Holy Spirit and you start to realize, oh my gosh, like you totally understand why Jesus said, it's good that I should go. Because now we actually have someone who like lives and dwells inside of us. And and kind of moves and grooves to wherever we're going and gives us understanding, gives us word of knowledge, gives us, um, gives us like strategies. It's like, it's okay. So one of the things that I used to, I was like trying to explain to somebody like who Holy Spirit was. And I, the only thing I could pick like picture was Jiminy Cricket from the Pinocchio like movies and how like, you know, the Holy Spirit will come to Pinocchio and go, Pinocchio, don't, You know, you know, you're not supposed to do that, you know, and we can think that, well, that's, that's just so silly. It's your conscience, but it's so much more than your conscience, because I really believe that, that um, when we start to, um, to understand the purposes of God, that it's not just a, you can't do this and you can't do that, but instead, let me take you so you can do this. He's more of a can do. Then I can't do. That's kind of how I see it.
1: Well, the promises of God are yes and amen. Come on, come on. And we get to fellowship with the Holy Spirit every single day. Yes. We get to interact and dialogue with him and have conversation with him and worship him. And yes, he he speaks to us through scripture. He speaks to us through dreams and visions. But there's power to that still small voice that you mentioned we call our conscience. Come on. He came to convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. We all heard the voice of God when we were first convicted of our sins and responded to the gospel message. And he still speaks to us through that conviction. He still speaks to us through that still small voice. And we we uh, check the scriptures with it, but there's so much power behind the voice of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. You know, through the voice of God, and Elijah ran to Mount Carmel and there were supernatural displays of power, but God was not in the wind. God was not in the earthquake. God was not in the fire, but when he heard that still small voice, that gentle whisper of the Holy Spirit, he went out, received his instruction, and two kings were anointed by the prophet. Come on. And, and oh man, a prophet was anointed and commissioned. Elisha was an anointed and commissioned just by Elijah obeying that still small voice. So I know that people, you know, I love the prophetic. I love dreams and visions and everything. But man, the still small voice is how he's communicating the most with us. And kings can be anointed. Prime ministers can be prayed over. Prophetic words can flow just from that gentle whisper of the Holy Spirit.
0: Well, because God knows everything. And when we really, when I started to to kind of understand who the Holy Spirit was and what the baptism of the Holy Spirit was, that was like a game changer because I realized that I'm now playing. I'm praying the plans and the purposes that God has. So in fact, when I pray through my spiritual language, through the baptism of the Holy Spirit, I'm actually praying the
2: perfect prayer.
1: Yes, you are you're praying the mysteries Mm -hmm. of God, you're praying praises to God, you're praying and building things in the spirit. You know, Lisa, there were about two years where me and a group of friends committed to pray in tongues nonstop for two hours a day. Come on. And I went just during that prayer time, I learned so much. And now there were other, other of the spiritual disciplines and the spiritual habits that took place, but for two hours straight, nonstop praying in the spirit, not everybody has to do this, but, I knew I was praying into my future. I was learning how to interpret tongues. I was learning how to prophesy in the secret place during those two years. And I was so full of the Holy Spirit everywhere I went, just through that. And then in time, you know, life gets busy, but I started working and having other jobs where I was a lifeguard. And what did I do on the lifeguard stand? I'm watching the water and I'm praying in the spirit. Mm-hmm. It's a six, seven, eight hour shift mm-hmm. for that most time, most of that time praying in the spirit. And I would even know. I, I remember people would come up, like the lead guard would come around, and sometimes I'd prophesy over them, and they, yeah. they'd start coming back. And and I'm t- telling them about Jesus or being able, able to pass off literature, biblical books to them, and, and things like that. But sometimes I'd be like, there's going to be a rescue over in that pool within the next one minute. You should get over there.
2: Ooh. And
1: sure enough, yeah, they would do that. You know, We're talking kids usually under the age of five, sure, sure. You know, but they, they'd come up and be like, how did you know? And I always pointed to Jesus. Of course so it's praying in the spirit praying in tongues you know it builds us up it edifies us but the more you do it the more you develop it you know god will give you more you'll encounter him more you'll you're building in the spirit you're encountering things it's just an amazing adventure with the holy spirit mm-hmm.
0: Well, and most people think that baptism of the Holy Spirit just means, oh great, I'm gonna get my gift of, of spiritual, my spiritual language, I'm gonna start speaking in tongues because that's what most people think. But there are so many other things that come with being baptized in the Holy Spirit. I mean, you get, he gives you gifts, he gives you, he gives you fruit and he gives you gifts. I mean, that to me is like, well, wait a second, hold on a second, there's something so much more to Holy Spirit than just a language.
1: No, you know, big time. You know, it, it's way more than just the spiritual language. First and foremost, it's the fruit of the spirit, which is love.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: We need to have love for God, love for others. Yes. And that should be evident after we, we receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Love. Loving God, loving others. That's the fruit of the spirit. But there's also other evidences, you know, like God bless denominations. I bless the church. Mm-hmm. It's it, it's wonderful it's diverse it's amazing but sometimes we get stuck on this has to be the evidence just as one thing but there's so much more and according to the Bible it shows us that there's more there's love there's speaking in tongues Mm -hmm. there's prophecy Mm
2: -hmm.
1: when the Holy Spirit was poured out people were prophesying there's the boldness to preach the gospel and when the early church prayed places were shaken Mm -hmm. literally You know, so there's so much more to the baptism of the Holy Spirit, but it empowers us to be a better equipped witness for Jesus everywhere we go. It doesn't matter. It's not just for for pastors or clergy or, you know, professional people. It's not just for the fivefold ministers. It's for all who call on the name of the Lord. And there's a distinct change. You know, I've seen drug addicts receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. You know, David Wilkerson had called it, the, it, it, when he started team challenge they called it a 30 second cure all come on right where these drug addicts would re- get clean and receive the baptism of the holy spirit it's for all who call on the name of the lord according to acts chapter 2 verses 38 to 39 peter said all and that means, that means all, all who call mm-hmm. on the name of God.
0: That's so good. Well, you know, the other thing too is if we look at the life of Jesus Christ, everybody's like, oh, well, you know, he was Jesus and he was he was the son of God, which is absolutely true. But even he had to be baptized and he had to be filled with the spirit of the Lord, that the spirit of the Lord had to, had to come upon him. It said that it descended, like the, the Holy Spirit descended like a dove and it said that the Holy Spirit led him into the wilderness where he could actually be tempted and tested. But the thing is, he didn't go alone. He went in with the Holy Spirit, which one of the the gifts of Holy Spirit is self-control.
1: That's right. So you you bring up a great point. Jesus, when he received water baptism, the baptism of repentance under John the Baptist, the Holy Spirit came down in the form of a dove in this supernatural incredible display some people said it sounded like thunder other people heard the voice of god say this is my son whom i love with him i'm well pleased you know this was the anointing for jesus ministry and immediately the book of mark says immediately from there he went out into the wilderness where he was tempted by the devil yep the the crazy thing is is that the devil quoted scripture. Mm -hmm. And Jesus quoted scripture to combat the devil Mm -hmm. during the temptation. Mm -hmm. But the the thing is about the devil is he might know scripture, but he twists it, he takes it out of context. It had no application in that moment. He's twisting it. But Jesus would speak the word of God, knowing the context and er eradicate the devil. And the scripture shows us that after that, the angels tended to him after his 40 day fast but he returned in the power of the spirit and went into the synagogues, cast out demons, healed the sick, started his ministry in the power of the Holy Spirit. And that's because of what he received in that anointing, that, that spirit baptism. And John the Baptist said, pointing at Jesus, this is he who will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. Come on. And so the, the baptism of the Holy Spirit some people call it the baptism of the holy spirit Uh, my book is written baptism with the holy spirit because that's what the gospels say Mm -hmm. you know and there's some greek terms there about the holy spirit coming upon you Mm -hmm. in power because the moment we give our life to jesus we receive the holy spirit he's within us but the baptism of the holy spirit is this supernatural experience this encounter where Jesus baptizes us with the Holy Spirit. It's like he 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 touches us, He it's like he lays his own hands on us, and we receive this power, we receive this anointing, we receive the gifts of the Holy Spirit to be a better equipped witness for Jesus, and we rise up in the power of the Holy Spirit. Lives and ministries are changed and transformed when people receive this amazing empowerment.
2: Yeah.
0: And, you know, one of the the ways that I kind of explain it to people, I said, okay, when you receive Jesus as your, as your Lord and savior, he puts a battery inside of you. So you now have the battery you have, you have life. But then when you get baptized with the Holy spirit, you get jumper cables. (laughs) And now you can start, you can start taking the power from within and putting the power without. Like you can start jumpstarting other people's lives. You can start bringing. That's like, the, if you really think about it, if a battery sits and isn't isn't uh, charged up, and or it never loses its charge at all, it eventually will die. And it's the same thing. It's like so many Christians don't really understand that you the the reason we want to be baptized with the Holy Spirit. It's because when we get filled with power from on high, then we can pour it out to people who don't know.
1: Do you want the power of God to be evident in your life? Do you need to receive the baptism with the Holy Spirit? Are you curious about the spiritual gift of speaking in tongues? And do you want it in your life? My wife and I have a free e-course available for you called The Baptism with the Holy Spirit, where you will learn the biblical truth and spiritual reality of the baptism with the Holy Spirit. And you'll hear true stories of how people receive the promised gift. The videos in this e-course will expand your knowledge and understanding of the Holy Spirit baptism. You'll be drawn closer in relationship with the Holy Spirit and receive prayer and activation into the baptism of the Holy Spirit. You can also go through it with a small group of friends, a church class, or a discipleship group. You can download the accompanying PDF for each lesson and apply the principles to your life and take the action steps. Your faith will grow as you read the scriptures, watch the videos, and participate in the activation. The gift is for you. The gift is for today. The gift is to empower your spiritual life. We know that you will finish this course with the divine empowerment that comes through the baptism of the Holy Spirit. So start your journey today. Go to charismacourses.com collections and click on Jared Lasky and enroll in the baptism of the Holy Spirit e-course. John G. Lake his book dominion over demons disease and death he shares the moment that he received the baptism of the Holy Spirit he'd been praying for it for years and he's ministering alongside this guy they're praying over this this woman who needs healing but he felt the weightiness the kabod the Mm -hmm. glory of God come Mm -hmm. upon him Mm -hmm. and he was in one side of the room and the Holy Spirit poured out in power over him and he almost couldn't move Mm -hmm. as he's receiving the baptism of the Holy Spirit and there's this guy preaching to this lady about faith and healing and what maybe why she is or is not healed but the the guy told john john come up here and pray with us so john slowly gets up walks over they he touches the the woman he feels the power of god surge through him into her and then into the gentleman knocking that gentleman down slain in the spirit and the holy spirit and that guy gets up john you've been baptized with the holy spirit and look at what john g lake has done since the woman was healed Mm -hmm. But John G. Lake planted thousands of churches in Come South on. Africa, saw Spokane, Washington in the twenties or thirties become the healthiest city in America with 100,000 recorded, documented miracles and healings. We need that kind of power today, but we have it. We just need to release it. Okay. So there's, and, and when you mentioned this, uh, the supercharged, the battery, there's actually a biblical term in the Bible. Dynamo, dunamis, Dunamis, supercharged, supercharged. So you are, you receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. You are supercharged. I mean, and, and you get to do this. But then we also every day need some type of filling one way or another right. with the Holy Spirit one way or another. Right. And that's why I tell people pray until something happens and yeah. pray some more and yeah. get up and go do what Jesus did.
0: Come on. And that's that's the other thing, too, It's like we are supposed to be the hands and the feet and we're supposed to go out and do all these things. And when, when Jesus, because Jesus was fully man, he was fully, fully man. And we can see that the Holy Spirit in the Old Testament came upon people. But the interesting mm-hmm. thing, it says that when he went in, it said the Holy Spirit came upon him. And after he went through the temptation and he came out, he said the, the Holy Spirit was within because he was a vessel that could contain the, think about it, it's, it's, the, it's, it's the spirit of the living God. That's why like when we we can't receive the Holy Spirit until we receive forgiveness of our sins. We have to be cleansed of everything before we can house the presence of the Lord. Think about the uh, the presence of the Lord used to be in the tabernacle. It used to be yeah. in the um in the um what's it called the thing that they would carry, the ark of the covenant. They would it, yeah. that's where the the presence of the Lord was. And so that was the mercy seat on the top. And so they would have to do the blood atonement. And that's where people would, they would sacrifice their animals. And that's where God would see it. But they, if somebody who had sin, they, if they even touched the Ark of the Covenant, they dropped dead. They dropped dead. That's
1: yeah, how holy. But thank God that doesn't happen to us today of because of the Holy Spirit. Uh, Jesus said, it is to your benefit that I go. That's it so that the Holy Spirit will be poured out. Jesus was 100% man, That's right. 100% God. Yeah. He came to this earth, but as a man, he could only be in one place at one time. That's right. But with the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, you know, God is omnipresent, he's present everywhere. Right. But with the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, where we, when we receive the Holy Spirit in power, yeah. in the baptism of the Holy Spirit, everywhere we go, we're multiplying the kingdom That's of God, right. carrying the presence of God as as an ark of the covenant because we are now the temple of the Holy Spirit and we we carry that presence of God everywhere we go so that we can trample on snakes and scorpions the demonic and see blind eyes open see the sick healed see signs and wonders follow us because we are following Jesus and we have the honor and privilege to lay hands on people to see them healed set free and receive the baptism of the holy spirit so that they can get up and multiply the kingdom of god everywhere they go. Come
0: on. Look, if we if we look at what Jesus did, everybody thinks that it was a subtraction, but really Jesus going to the cross was a multiplication. Because he created, yeah. we have now god has all these sons and daughters who are filled with the dunamis power of the holy spirit that are going out that are healing the sick, that are raising the dead, that are casting out demons. Like we so if you really kind of think about it in a very bizarre and strange way, like in some ways we are fully human, but we're also, we are fully God because we have the presence. We have God living inside of us. And I'm using it to to tell people that, that every person has an opportunity to have the God. It says that we are in Jesus and Jesus is in us. So if we are in him and he is in us, we are fully encamped with God around us. There is no separation between us and Jesus because that is something that the Father wanted. And Jesus said that he and the Father are one. So if we are in Jesus and then Jesus is in us and he's in the Father, then we're in the Father. So we're actually a part of this whole beautiful triune family in the heavenly realm. And so many people think that that we're powerless. I'm like, dude, if you only knew what you carry if you only yeah. knew what god has given us because of what jesus did for us
1: yeah that is that's is correct the holy spirit the same spirit that raised jesus from the dead lives in Come us on. and jesus said greater things than these will you do in my name that's right so we we should expect him to move in power through us everywhere we go everything we we say or do we need to see the abundant life in our family in our finances we need to see it in our churches and unfortunately we've hidden the baptism of the holy spirit in the back room if at all
2: yeah
1: if at all and we should not be ashamed of it because people people don't like to see some of the manifestations you know they don't it's okay we can't apologize Mm -hmm. for the holy spirit touching people in the way that he wants to touch them right we should have it. You know, I, I was a youth pastor for some years, and I remember these kids thinking that the baptism of the Holy Spirit was only for camp. Mm-hmm. But within uh, six or nine months, I saw over 40 kids receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. It wasn't just at camp. It was in the back of the youth band. It was sitting out in the cafe. It was uh, even in a, a, a home. I, I I was working in a residential treatment foster care facility i saw kids there receive the baptism of the holy spirit and they need the the holy spirit like crazy right uh, yeah and still do and and i've seen the holy spirit be poured out on people through zoom calls and phone calls and you know where the holy spirit falls upon someone yeah. it's not just through the lane on of hands i've seen it where we laid hands on uh, this mother of a, a teenager the teenager was in a discipleship program i'd had some years ago and she wanted to receive the, the spirit, but she just wasn't it wasn't clicking you know it's just like right. she was a little yeah. uncomfortable with us sure. and i was like you know go home spend time with jesus he'll give it to you within right. 40 minutes or so she calls me and she's like i went home play, played some worship music received the baptism of the holy spirit come on where the holy spirit fell on her so
0: come on. you know
1: we we shouldn't hide it hide him no should not no. hide him in the back room we need him forefront and center all around us and you know I love the Holy Spirit you know this Lisa yeah and it's always an honor to talk about him because he is Mm -hmm. my best friend he is my Lord and I love him so much yes and I know when I talk about him he does the work I get out of the way Catherine Kuhlman said I die a thousand deaths. yes a thousand deaths you know there's the high price the cost to the anointing and she that's the truth we need to die a thousand deaths we need to be crucified with christ and it's the holy spirit through us and when we talk about the holy spirit when we talk about jesus people are being set free people are being healed there's the anointing but there's also the glory that comes
0: yes come on and
1: that's what i live for
0: well and you know that's that's the whole thing where when um When we see like the the stories of the disciples, you know, when Jesus, like he commissioned them to go out, they were going out and they were doing things because Jesus was here. But when they, after the resurrection, it doesn't say anything until after Pentecost, when Jesus said, you need to tarry, you need to wait. And the whole reason that they were staying in in Jerusalem a little bit longer is because they were celebrating Moses receiving the law. That's what they were celebrating, is that they were receiving the the word of the Lord or or the law of the Lord. And so they waited and then the Holy Spirit came down and filled them and then they started to speak different languages and they started to heal. Peter's shadow, just his shadow, because he was walking in the glory, was healing people. Like, people would be like, bring out your dad. And they would, like, lay them on the street. And Peter would just walk by. Like, that's... That's what I'm waiting for. I'm waiting for the church to recognize it, that we can go out. And just because of the shadow, because we're standing in the glory of the Lord, that people are getting healed. And the whole thing is that it's never anything we're doing. It's the God within us that's doing it. It's never us. We have to remember that. Like people sometimes think that it's them and it's not. It's the power of God that works through us.
1: That's right. That's why I always want to point to Jesus. But you bring up this great topic about Peter's shadow. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: We've got it all wrong. Come on. I'm going to let that sink in. We've got it all wrong. I was on Kathy DeGraw's TV show that will be on the Sid Roth Network, and I talked a little bit about Peter's shadow. And the Greek word is skia, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: which means. A divine presence a shadow there's even in in some sense in the negative sense there's this darkness but in the context of the, the holy spirit it the the skia there is talking about not a shadow like you and i think of a shadow when the sun is shining right, right, and right. we see our shadow right it's the anointing the divine presence that encircles and arounds us that extends from within and without us mm-hmm. all around us. Right. So it wasn't just make sure you're on that side of the road when Peter walks by
2: Yes,
1: it's every side of the road where they had the sick and the dying yes. where his Metron, that's a whole other concept as well. The Metron, right. the power of the Holy spirit, the measure of the Holy spirit coming out everywhere walking. I'm sure he probably came out of a deep place of prayer. Yes. You know there's back to Katherine coleman there are stories where she could no longer fly on civilian planes because if she was up in the main terminal walking by people people are falling down all over Come the place.
0: On, i want that anointing i'm telling you, you i know? want that anointing i do just like so they let them had fall. to <laughs>
1: smuggle her they had to smuggle her in the underground to get to these planes Come on. and that we we can have that yeah right and so that's that's what i, I would love to see jesus yes. through me yes. where everywhere i go there's that glory Come emanating on. and radiating and all that brilliance all around so you know um unfortunately you know our bible say the word shadow when it, it should talk about the presence yes. around him that anointing yes. and that glory so yes. thanks for bringing that up i love talking absolutely. about that
0: absolutely and the other thing too is if we think about it when adam and eve were created they had the glory of the Lord. And so, when they sinned, the glory left them, the Holy Spirit left them. They had, they were covered in the Holy Spirit. They were covered in the kabod, in the weightiness, in the presence of God. That's why they didn't see their nakedness. And so, we get, we get to have that again. There were, there were generations and generations who did not understand what Holy Spirit and who the Holy Spirit is. They really didn't, but we get to encounter him. We get to see him. We get to know him, and that's that's the thing about Catherine Coleman. Is she would say she said, "Holy Spirit is my very best friend," and that's what I think that if the church could come to that realization, I think that signs, wonders, and miracles, we, it would just kind of follow us. It just we wouldn't even have to ask. It would just be a done deal.
1: Yeah, well, it's it should be, and it, it should be. But that's why I hang out with people like you. That's why I hang out with people that flow in this and have a deep intimacy with the Holy Spirit, have had an encounter with Jesus because it changes you. Yes. It wrecks you. Yes. You know, you're you're different than everybody else. Once you've tasted that just that small little heavenly taste, it you are ruined for the rest of your life in a positive way for the glory of God. And so signs and wonders follow us as we follow Jesus
2: Come
1: on. Uh, too many people are chasing the signs and wonders when the signs and wonders should be going everywhere that you go that's right there should be some something taking place something supernatural there should be some prophetic word some encouragement some type of healing and that's all through the baptism yep. of the Holy Spirit in my understanding receiving the baptism of the Holy Spirit and then flowing out in that intimacy, that relationship with the Holy Spirit. And everywhere you go, you're bringing the kingdom of God, knowing that you are an Ark of the Covenant, you are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Yes. And miracles, healing, signs and wonders are taking place through you. And doors open, you know, conversations, just through a natural conversation, whether it's at work or at a celebration or something, someone starts asking questions. They, they bring up, a, they, they're like, I had this dream the other day, mm-hmm. and then, oh, well, God me uses me to interpret dreams, share the dream, yeah. you know, just through conversation. Yeah. You don't have to walk in with trumpets blaring, saying you're super apostle, intergalactic superstar, <laughs> you know, just just let the Holy Spirit do what he wants because he's nudging yeah. people. And when people ask a question, that's an invitation for you to partner with the Holy Spirit to see what he's going to to do.
2: That's so good. You
1: know, it's a principle of evangelism. If someone asks you, What is this hope you have? Who is Jesus? That's an invitation for you to lead them to Jesus. If they say, My my I strained my elbow the other day. May I pray for you.
2: Mm-hmm. That's you know so
1: it good. just they bring it up in conversation, and you partner with the Holy Spirit and see what He does.
0: Come on, that's so good. And you know, I think I'm going to have to figure out how I could put intergalactic on my business card because <laughs> I think it's there. I think I think that there's a spot for me. So, but you know, the the interesting thing is that when you when you start to um, live a lifestyle that is Holy Spirit led, you're like, you're you change how you live. Like when when mm-hmm. I go to the store, it's like it's like, okay, who am I going to pray for today? I went and I had my hair done. I prayed for my hairdresser. I gave, you know, we give prophetic words to people. We see things, we know things because we are, we're, we are 100% tapping in to the supernatural spiritual side in which we were made because the Holy spirit lives in our spirit, man. We were created in the image of God in body, soul, and spirit. So we have a spirit side. And so in our spirit, if we invite Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit lives and dwells in that part of us. And so when we pray in the spirit, we're actually building up that spirit man. And that's one of the things that, that um, a lot of people that I know do. They wake up in the morning and they say good morning to God. And they say, I yeah. command my spirit to come forward to, so that our flesh doesn't rule the day because our flesh could be like, hey, I just wanna kind of sit down and I wanna eat some cookies and watch some TV, and kick up my, you know, maybe go sit out on the deck, you know, I don't really feel like doing anything, you know? And when you call your spirit to attention, your spirit's like, okay, what are we gonna do today? Okay, we're gonna go here, we're gonna go there and I'm gonna put this person there and I'm gonna put that person there because he is always trying to expand the kingdom. He's wanting to do what the Father wants to get done and so God is just looking for willing vessels
1: mm-hmm. to go
0: out and to accomplish it
1: well that's the key you mentioned willing we have free will so we can choose to partner with the Holy Spirit or not for the day for the moment you know um, I don't know why I keep bringing up different greats in the past or whatever that's but okay. Smith Wigglesworth Smith mm-hmm. Wigglesworth I got a hold of his one of his books 20 some years ago when I first received the baptism of the Holy Spirit And the story is, is that every morning he would jump out of bed and he'd start praying in tongues for about 10 minutes before he did anything, Mm
2: -hmm. before
1: he put on sandals or whatever else, before he put on any clothes, jumps out of beds and he's speaking in tongues and he's exercising and stomping the devil and whatever else for about 10 minutes, you know? And he grew his spiritual prayer language. And that's something that I wanna encourage people to do. When you receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, when you have the spiritual prayer language that oftentimes accompanies it or it comes later praying it every day don't just do 10 seconds it starts small and it grows and the more you do it uh, and speak it for five minutes ten minutes Mm -hmm. an hour whatever when you're walking when you're driving spending time with jesus you're growing it just like uh Mm -hmm. As I'm speaking English, I had to grow my English language. So you grow your spiritual language, you develop it. Uh, I'd had some amazing pastor write an article against me for having talked about developing your spiritual language and encouraging people to grow in it. And this this guy's a part of a spirit-filled denomination, and he just didn't like me talking about this. Not sure. He actually messed up a little bit on it saying a few things in the article, I emailed him and said, Hey, you got this wrong. You got this wrong. I know you're a great writer. So maybe you wanted." so he fixed it, but he's not going to apologize and I don't expect him to, you know, but we can develop our spiritual prayer language. Yep. We can grow it. And I, that's why I'll be offering some challenges where we start with five minutes a day mm-hmm. and then encourage people to do 10 minutes a day and then double that and then mm-hmm. see what happens. And it changes, it grows, it shifts, you know, and, there's so much more to it and Mm. so much more to praying in the spirit praying in tongues through this this blessing of the the baptism of the holy spirit and he is the main gift the holy spirit is the main gift and he's a person that we can talk to he's in the godhead we can have relationship and fellowship with him every single day
0: okay so i have a question for you because i it's been like why did you write this book (laughs)
1: yeah so the holy spirit was i knew that i needed to write it for Mm -hmm. for a while but life is busy and i kept kind of pushing that unction to the right in may i had a health emergency that blindsided me and so i'm recovering and i would have 10 minutes of energy or something a day and i i just knew this is going to i'm going to get this message out there so i started compiling it editing Uh, my wife started editing she's the main editor and i think just in three months time we got it published that's great and it's the one message i knew if if it was my time for jesus to receive me again it was blindsided us didn't see it i would not wish this on anybody you know what i had what i went through what i experienced but i got closer to jesus i got closer to the holy spirit and very similar to when i was 17. you know something uh, a different health a burst appendix at that time got me realizing i needed jesus you know and then here Mm -hmm. was i was so close to to death i mean literally i saw into the cloud of witnesses uh
2: Mm -hmm.
1: before and during this this horrific event and this was the one message i needed to release to the world if it was my time to go and uh there will be more messages but this is also my ministry it was so pivotal in my life 20 some years ago november 14th of 1998 it, and i've seen the holy spirit do it in so many different ways so many thousands of people you know this is the one thing that i needed to to release and steve Strang had said jared you know charisma media you could have published it through us and i was like I didn't know what tomorrow was going to be like i didn't know what the next yeah. day was going to be like so yeah. we we did it ourselves self-published it and it's doing well and it mm-hmm. right now there's an opportunity two opportunities one to get it in urdu for pakistan mm-hmm.
2: and mm-hmm. the other
1: in slovenia Ooh. so talking to these people about getting it into those two languages i don't know what that's going to take besides just yeah. money but yeah. i got a big papa you know he'll yeah. provide that's but right people are consuming it and through all the different formats. But I hope that answers your question. I started. It does.
0: No, 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 because I felt like I just really felt like the Lord's like, well, why did he write it? And I was like, okay, so I'm going to ask because I always feel that there's, there's a reason that people do things and it's usually an unction because we know that like time is short and especially right now, because when you get filled with the Holy spirit, it helps you with your identity it helps you to weed out the lies and the misunderstandings that you have about yourself and also about God. It gives you a deeper insight and it gives you revelation into the heavenly realm. But what's so cool about it is like you have activations on every single chapter. So if you've never been baptized in the Holy spirit or you really don't understand Holy spirit, like I wish I had this book like when before I got filled with the Holy spirit because it would have answered probably a lot of my questions, but um but this is like, I, I always said, man, I wish I would make like, a, you know, receiving the Holy Spirit for dummies. You remember the books you used to get when you were in high school, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because there's so many questions because we don't, we don't understand like that supernatural natural realm because so many churches, like you said, are so, they're so afraid of it. But, but we have, we have such a good father that he says, oh, here, now there's a book. So this is a great yeah. book. Like if you have your spiritual language, but you're like, you know what? This is a this would be a great stocking stuffer for people who are just becoming new new born again Christians and they have questions about Holy Spirit. So you can put this yeah. in people's stocking stuffers. It's a nice little size. It's great for somebody who gets baptized. So this is a great baptism gift this is a a fantastic gift to give. If you're going to give somebody a Bible, they can help. It'll help them understand because the, the cool thing about being filled with the Holy spirit and praying in your supernatural language is it's the only thing you can speak in tongues and read a book and understand it.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: I challenge you. I challenge you. You can understand you can, you can be praying in the Holy spirit and still have a conversation with somebody. How is that happening? But it does because you, your spirit never sleeps. So even if you stop speaking, well, you're still, your spirit is still praying. Like we can get our spirit to constantly be engaged with heaven.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You bring up something about um, how some people may have tongues, but maybe they've silenced it. I actually addressed that in the book Mm -hmm. where I share the story about a woman who received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, received her prayer language, but then people convinced her it was not from God.
2: So she felt, Mm
1: -hmm. yeah, and she felt like, did I commit the blasphemy of the Holy Spirit? And so here it is 20 some years later, and I'm doing a everyday power evangelism seminar at at her church. So her husband and her come talking to me and I, I shared with her, I was like, no, you did not commit the blasphemy of the Holy Spirit whatsoever. I explained why. and I said, But you can re you still have the gift. God's gifts and his call are irrevocable. Come he on. does not take them back. You still have them. but I, I said, we'll just lay hands on you. Your husband will pray w- with us. And if words that you remember flow up, start speaking and 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 that's what happened. She's shaking, mm-hmm. and then we had to her down in a chair. Spiritual language emerged. And I just find it unfortunate that that people try to talk people out of this reality. And I've seen it happen before, but if you've had silenced tongues, I I call it, you still have it start praying in it. Remember Mm -hmm. some phrase or something and start speaking that out again, and then pray in tongues every single day because there's power to it. Come on. I, 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 I love this stuff. I really do. I love the Holy spirit and he, he wants to move in people's lives and for some reason we just get in the way we have a tendency <laughs> to get in the way but i had this testimony come in
2: mm-hmm. where
1: this pastor took principles from my book
2: mm-hmm.
1: and he told me i had silenced tongues i hadn't prayed in it in years and reading your book it re-emerged
0: come on that's my so wife awesome.
1: was reading your book and three days ago she received the baptism of the holy spirit God. i started preaching on it five people received the baptism of the holy spirit and then uh, I think seven others, who had silenced tongues, had it reemerged in his congregation. This is what it's about, right there. That is what it's all about. It's all about from Jesus.
0: Come on, and that's okay. So that's that's the the crazy part because like when I got baptized in the Holy Spirit, I thought it was just for that one time. I didn't understand. So I was like, so I would like ask God. I'm like, well, you know, God, is this going to go away? And He said, No. I said so I can do this whenever I want he said yep yeah. and so the only way that I knew how to prime my pump at that point was to say the our father really really fast and so I would say the our father really fast until I got tongue tied and then I would start I would start speaking in this new language and um, and then the lord started to have me pray for people to receive the holy spirit and I um the first time that I tried to do it I um, I put my hands on somebody and I, I told them to say the alphabet really quick. (laughs) And then, so I was doing that for a little bit and I was like, you know, that's really probably not the most spiritual thing to do. And so I asked, uh, I asked the father and he said, say hallelujah. So, and a lot of, there's a lot of ministers who actually say that because the only reason you're doing it is so you get tongue tied so that the Holy spirit can kind of flow through you.
1: Well, it's praise.
0: It's worship
1: flowing from out of you, like a river coming up out of you, rivers of life. So you're praising and you're worshiping God. And, you know, I don't want to put God in a box whatsoever, you know, but I've seen people receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit in so many glorious ways, some for five seconds, some for five minutes, some for hours upon hours. For me, it was like two and a half hours or so, a power Mm -hmm. of love, of grace, which I share in the book. And, I had a friend, you know. He's like, I, I don't know. I don't have it yet. And I was like, Well, the Holy Spirit will bring something to mind. And yeah. we're, we just pray together, and he gets yeah. one syllable, and then boom, he's speaking in tongues. Yeah. And I was like, I'm gonna hang up now and just leave this between <laughs> you and Jesus right now, you know. And that's,
2: yeah.
1: you know, so many different ways. And you know, this is this is what I live for. He is what I live for.
2: Absolutely. And
1: this message. It, it needs to be mainstream. You yeah. know, when, when I was on crown chats a little while ago with you, you showed the science to, you know, yeah. that, that 2020 video or something, Yeah. you know, I've yep. seen that other times before, but there's a science is proving that that's something's right. changing. Well, what is that? That's spirit to spirit. So my spirit, mm-hmm. small S with the Holy spirit, big S, big S spirit yep. to spirit conversation. And that's something that I'll probably share later. I'll, I'll dig into another book as I expand on Uh, developing your spiritual prayer language, growing in it, and the speaking in tongues with interpretation, which is another topic that I'm not going to table to the right, but start working on soon.
0: (laughs) But, you know, and that's the other thing, too, is so many people, like, they they think that they're going to all of a sudden start, like, speaking this entire Mm -hmm. new language, but a lot of times it sounds like babble. And so they're like, oh, I don't think I got it. I don't think I got it. But when you started to speak as a baby, you said mama Mm -hmm. or dada mama and dada. And then all of a sudden your parents were so excited. and They said, Ooh, Ooh, say cookie. And so your mama and dada and cookie and then grandma and then grandpa and then, and then doggy and all these other words that your parents were giving you because you were, you were actually mastering what was already spoken. So it's the same thing. It says that if the Holy Spirit, if, if, if he can trust you with the little, he will give you the more so what will happen is you might sound like babble but the more that you practice the more that you speak even if it doesn't make any sense the holy spirit will start to move in your language and start adding new words you'll be like oh, that's a new word and next thing you know it's like for any language like even you know i do not speak spanish but i do know a couple words and that's like hola about, you know como is like you know but that's it i do not i haven't mastered the spanish language and but if i practiced i would if i practiced yeah. i would and it's the same same thing so well i
1: I've, encourage people i don't know how many people i've coached even through messenger mm-hmm. where they're like oh here's the one word i'm like keep repeating mm-hmm. over praying do it for five minutes yeah. do it for 10 minutes yeah. play some worship music focus on jesus yep. and more will come yep. and then they'll message me about what god did yeah just through coat i guess coaching if you will Mm -hmm. quote unquote coaching them through messenger you know i i saw this this young man we used to have this thing where all of us would lay hands on someone and we'd all pray in tongues and this person would receive the baptism of the holy spirit but i had this the first time i laid hands on someone one-on-one i didn't know what i was doing but i was like well I, i it's in the bible so he starts speaking and the first word that he got was Sid Mm Canoe. Sid Canoe. And I'm like this freshman in Bible college. And I realized Sid Canoe is a Hebrew word for righteousness. Mm -hmm. Yahweh Sid Canoe or Jehovah Sid Canoe, the Lord, our righteousness. And he he didn't know. He'd never heard that before, but more words flowed. So that was like the initial word. And I want to encourage people like for me, it started off real small, real small, but as the holy spirit poured out in power more words emerged and you know for the next few hours and then you know every day since i've been praying in tongues even in combat zones in iraq and afghanistan but we we grow in it we develop it we speak in it you know and it might start off small but the more you do it and you have worship with jesus it'll grow and it it just adds so much more and it opens you up to the prophetic it opens you up to so much more in the holy spirit all the all the gifts of the holy spirit as you're interacting with the person so he could do it one way or another and he'll do it for you.
0: I think that's so important. And I think that anybody who's been questioning, if you're even questioning, well, I don't know about this. I don't know about being baptized in the Holy Spirit. I really believe that if you get this book, I think it's gonna answer so many of your questions because that's really what what we're supposed to do is we're supposed to ask, it says you get not because you ask not. And I really believe that that this book is really so important. I, I really do. And especially if I give you the answers that other people have been asking you that you might not have. So it's also, and they can get it on Amazon. We have the, we have the, um, all of your links down below. So if people are interested, awesome. and then of course you have some other books, you have an ebook. Which is the high cost of the anointing? Can you tell us just a little bit about that, Jared?
1: Yeah, that was uh, all about the anointing. I've done some teaching on the high cost of the anointing because some people want shortcuts. Sure. There, there are no shortcuts to the to the anointing. There's a, a price to pay, a high cost to pay. So that's just in the EPUB form. It's all, it's only a dollar on Amazon, so that you can see the principles and also compare your story, see what prices you paid, you know. Uh, so. I'll be also probably adding some of more content for that as well on the anointing mm-hmm. and the glory, but that's to come too. So too many projects right now.
0: <laughs> but that's okay. And then you also have Spirit Empowered Journal. So that's a journal that um, that you you have for people to start to to write down because it's really important for us to know all the things that God has done in our in our life.
1: Yeah, and that's that book, Spirit Empowered Journal. Uh, it's to study the Bible in fellowship and relationship with the holy spirit come on just six keys for you to be legitimately studying the bible understanding the context but also interacting with the holy spirit and comparing your story to what you're what you're reading and then there's so much more Uh, so i love teaching people how to fellowship with the holy spirit while you're studying the bible the bible so that it's life
0: there you go and then of course if you guys are interested in finding jared you can find him on his youtube channel which is fireborn ministries 8206 you can also follow him on socials like you can see him on twitter you can find him over on um where else you can go to facebook and you can follow him over on facebook you can follow him on um you're on instagram too i think right
2: Mm
1: -hmm.
0: mm-hmm yeah everything (laughs) He's on everything he's everywhere he is everywhere you can go and find jared he is everywhere so jared before we uh before we sign off i was wondering would you please pray for people for um just uh, for those um well let, let's put it this way why don't you pray and see where the lord leads you we'll put
1: it that way well if people want to receive the baptism of the holy spirit or a new fresh touch from the holy spirit to receive a filling you know just do real quick you could quickly cleanse your heart ask jesus to forgive you of anything so jesus will you cleanse us will you forgive us and now ask ask the holy spirit to fill you in jesus name you could say something like jesus will you baptize me with the holy spirit or jesus will you fill me with the holy spirit you could even put your hand on your belly you can put your hand on your brain whatever ask the holy spirit to fill you and focus on jesus If you need a spiritual prayer language, say, Jesus, will you give me tongues? And for some of you, you might feel the Holy Spirit coming up or your fire coming down in Jesus' name, or love, or deep peace, whatever it is, receive the fire of God right now. And and if the Holy Spirit brings words to your mind, start speaking those out. They might might be one syllable or five or a short phrase. Start repeating that in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. And I'm going to pray in tongues now. And I know Lisa will join me as we pray in tongues while you receive in the name of Jesus. You do the speaking as the Holy Spirit does the enabling. So speak it aloud over and over again, loud enough for you to hear. I see Lisa's already praying in tongues right now. Praise God. So Jesus, come touch these people, these precious people. And if you have silenced tongues, We command that to be released again in Jesus' name. Fire of God. Thank you, Jesus. We love you. More, Lord. Now ask Jesus for more. Ask Jesus for more. In Jesus' name, fire of God, come. More, Lord. More, Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Worship you. We worship and adore you. God, you were high and lifted up. Your name alone is to be praised in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We love you. And I don't want to stop what the Holy Spirit's doing in you cause for some of you. It, it will be ongoing. Yes. But I bless you all in Jesus' name yeah. as you receive more, God. So keep asking for more. Keep praying in that in Jesus' name. And I bless all of you. May the love of Jesus, may his face shine upon you in Jesus' name.
0: Amen. Amen. And if you guys want to have a little bit more Jared, you can find Jared in the morning because he's going to be joining uh, me with uh, John Natalie tomorrow on Crown Chats. So we're going we're gonna to keep this uh, going, but keep on praying, keep on uh, seeking, keep on knocking because God is going to answer. So thank you guys for tuning in. Have a blessed evening and thank you for coming on and joining us. And don't forget to go out and touch someone. God bless.